0: As we spend more and more time at home, it is more important than ever to remain connected and in conversation. The Northacre at Home series was born with a vision of celebrating our passion for all things home. We seek to bring to you conversations with individuals, all experts in their respective fields, across all aspects of home, from investment to design and everything in between. We hope this series sparks your interest and we would be delighted to hear your thoughts and ideas as we look to carve a future together, both inside and out of the home. This week, we speak to serial entrepreneur Alexander Omosu. Alex started his first business at the age of 12, earning £10 a week, doing a paper round. Since then, Alex has been awarded a grant from the Princess Trust, and at the age of 25, made his first million from the launch of his company, R&B Ringtones. Today, Alex runs his own luxury company, a media title, Luxafreak. He's hugely passionate about all things luxury, and has created the most expensive champagne and suit in the world. Hi, Alex. What a fascinating story. Can you share with us the key milestones in your journey and the foundations for your passion for all things luxe?
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so um, from a very, very uh, young age, I've always had a passion for luxury. You know, though I grew up in a, a council state in Kilburn, I just kind of love the luxury world in a sense. Um, I got my first break when I was 21. Um, I launched a mobile phone ringtone companies and was fortunate enough to sell the company for $9 million. And then a couple of years after, I decided to enter the luxury world by creating my own uh, personal brand. And can so happily say that I'm in the Guinness Book of Records for creating the world's most expensive suit, which was quite exciting to, to create. And then since then, I've gone into the world of creating a concierge company for African clients across Africa. And to date, we have approximately 500 ultra-high net worths that we look after. Uh, we also look after three of the biggest banks as well, in West Africa, providing them concierge service. So uh, our day-to-day uh, running of looking after all these high net worth individuals is making sure that they, they're happy. So uh, I can't really complain, really. It's uh, quite a fun, fun thing to do.
0: Gosh, you've certainly uh, made the most of the last few years and haven't you here on the move? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: Speaking of being on the move, I you, imagine you've probably traveled the world a lot. You've experienced firsthand some really of the finest sort of residences and properties around the world. So, would you mind just telling us what you think um, makes London so special to your clients?
1: Um, I think London in itself, um, it's got a historic, historical sort of atmosphere where a lot of clients love to be in London. It's just one of those places where, you know, the history, the culture, the food, uh, the healthcare system, the education system. This is one of the destinations that is on everybody who is wealthy um, list. You know, they want to come here and benefit from that. And that's the beauty of, you know, us. Um, looking after our clients is that they're looking for the best properties, the best education and the best places to eat. Um, and we're here to sort of supply them with that. Um, and that's why London is probably all is the destination for uh, a lot of our ultra high network clients.
0: And you touched on history. So Number One Palace Street, uh, as you know, it's sort of steeped in history and culture, sort of as a curator of luxury goods. You know, how important do you think then history is when, when you're sort of curating these opportunities?
1: Um, history is everything to our clients. Uh, I think for them it's about, you know, when you spend, you know, this type of money that they do, there needs to be a story, there needs to be some kind of connection, and when you have a history like number, uh, number One Palace that you mentioned, you know I think it's great to be just opposite the uh, the Queen's Palace. I mean, that's a story in itself. <laughs> um, when our clients um, ask us to get them something, normally they want some kind of storyline to talk about it, um, and having a property of that is it's got plenty to talk about the features the location the building the design and that's basically what they want Um, nobody wants to buy something they can't talk about you know Uh, and that's basically i think um, is the connection
0: and what about the royal connection do you think they're they're fascinated with the royals over here in london (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Well, of course. <laughs> Who isn't uh, fascinated by the roles? <laughs> Everybody. I mean, can you imagine just saying, um, you know, I live next door to the Queen? <laughs> I mean, what kind of kudos is that? <laughs> Not many people can say that. Um, and I think there's 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 lots of benefits of, of being in London. And uh, I think there's, that's one of the, I think the highlights of it is to be able to say something like that. I mean, I can't say that, but um, they can. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely, um, definitely a draw card, isn't it, to say that you've got the Queen as your neighbour? <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, so speaking of Buckingham Palace being sort of moments from number one Palace Street and also being very close to London's Royal Parks, how much do you feel is sort of the address, the address is important for foreign investors buying in London? Like, uh, you know, are they drawn to sort of the green parks? You know, do they want to be in central London for certain reasons?
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's the first request that we get is the location. They will say to you, they want to be out in Green Park, Knightsbridge, Chelsea. I mean, these are the prime locations of London. Um, they want to be not far from all the super um, high stores like Selfridges and, and Harrods. Um, they want to be able to be around the best schools. Um, they want to be able to go to uh, medical care. Um, you know, so this is very, very important, and and, and location is always the number one thing, location, location, location. So being in Green Park, it's a perfect location for anybody who's looking to invest in London, um, especially as property uh, prices go up.
0: Yeah, and what about actually in the home then? So, you know, is there anything in particular you think that that you or your clients um, you know really appreciate at the home? Is it is it sort of dining table? Is it the living areas? Is it the facilities that come with these sort of luxury apartments? Like, what do you think is the one thing that you would reference that people value a lot in the home?
1: Um, I think with anything is, um, the, the way that the environment is designed. Um, you know, um, Africans are very family oriented. So a really good kitchen layout is very, very important. Dining room that sort of comfy with the family, things like uh, gyms, uh, for people to be able to exercise. Very important to have concierge and also parking, um, so they can park their cars in the facilities. Um, so these are, you know, basic things they they would expect in buying a property in central London. And we get these requests day in day out with these type of requirements. And if one of those boxes are not ticked, then you know we need to find the right ones. Um, so yeah, very very important.
0: And what about over the last five years? So you deal with people, Africans sort of wanting to look and invest in London.
1: Hmm. So
0: is there anything changed in, in what they're want, wanting to invest in? Are they still interested, you know, in investing in London at the moment? Uh,
1: Absolutely, you know, as a somebody who is wealthy, especially in Africa, having a property in London is always almost like a a badge of honor, that tick box. You know that you know you almost kind of frowned upon if you don't have a property in London because that means that you're not wealthy. Um, So. Everybody who who has money in Africa always considers having a property in London as a second home. Um, and I would say 90% of our customers, I would say, would have a property or considering to be in London, whether it's to to live, bring their family over for educational purposes, or whether for business and to have a stop point to do their business and interaction. So those two factors are are, are one of the importance of buying here. But also you do have a very high select uh, few that would want to buy in London for investment purposes as a safe haven to put some money away, buy a property, rent it out and have it there, you know, just to grow up and grow in dividends. Um, So, those are very, very key elements to, that we see from our clients.
0: Yeah, which makes sense. And and with the pandemic, I know that people are valuing, I guess, the perception of the home has changed a little. Do you feel that, that people are thinking that they'll invest more in property because they're sort of valuing uh, property more so at the moment?
1: I I think the pandemic has kind of given people a a different perspective in life. You know, we've all been bound at home for so long um, that definitely being able to have something outside of your normal bubble is is a high. Um, We've seen an increase of people just generally asking questions about the uh, the London property market. You know, is it the right time to buy? Uh, Is there any benefits within the marketplace? Is property prices looking to increase? Um, So we've seen an increase of people asking those questions. And I think, you know, this is the perfect opportunity for a lot of our clients to start looking and and buying properties and securing things right now. Yes, I think it's a good time for them, to be honest.
0: Thank you. That gives us some really great insight. If we now just move on to the Broadway architecture... It takes quite a lot of inspiration from the surrounding art deco, architecture, fashion and jewellery designs from that period. Um, and I know that you've mentioned before that you've, you've designed the world's most expensive suits. Can you talk to us a little bit about inspiration and how you sort of found inspiration to do that?
1: Yeah, Um you know, I draw inspiration from um, everything, day-to-day life, uh, family, um, walking up the road. Um, when I decided to make the world's most expensive uh, suit, you know, I, I just basically decided that I was not going to just make it a, a normal suit. I wanted to create like the Rolls Royce of the suit industry. And drawing from, you know, the ideas of creating, using the best fabrics in the world, which is vakuna and pashmina, uh, making the buttons in 18 karat solid gold and crossed it with diamonds, um, making um, the inside of the fabric um, in velvet even down to you know working with a, a private jet company so that you can get flown around the world a complimentary with a suit it's just you know you just go into this world of you want to create the best thing that you can ever do. And I think that's kind of similar to the Broadway in terms of the ideas of using diamonds for the name and coming with the creativity, the architecture, the style, the look and feel of the, the place. And I think, you know, that's how people do. If you're a creative person, you want to draw in from the best you can and create something that is beautiful to somebody. And I guess that's how I kind of work, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, uh, you're right. That's actually how probably Northacre created the Broadway and also the masterpiece, number one, Palace Street. So it's also just fabulous to hear your insight from your market, you know, on, um, on investment from the African market. So I think that. All really good food for thought, and we really appreciate you for joining us on on North Acre at Home. And I hope that we can catch up again um, moving forward to hear sort of the next chapter as we move through this pandemic and see what's happening in the African market.
1: Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me.